Welcome to Seeing Double. I'm your co-host Bradford Barth. And I'm Stephanie Kretz. I don't really have an opener because I'm just laughing right now. Well, today we're going to discuss a movie from 1961, a very fun movie oh, filled good. with a lot You're of hijinks. I'm straight to business. <laughs> with a lot of hijinks, uh, song, dance, and the best, and I mean the best, illusion magic you've ever seen. It's an illusion, Michael. Yes, the greatest illusion magic. You have never seen a magician make half their arm disappear like you can in this movie. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's true. It's a fact. Oh. There is a scene with such beautiful magic illusion that half of an arm disappears for a moment. Oh, I, no- I didn't notice that. I can't wait till we get there and you tell me that or <laughs> point it out to me. I will. Not that we're actually watching it, but I will see it in my mind's eye. Oh, you have a mind's eye? Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Thank you. You're very welcome. <laughs> of course, we're talking about the 1961 Parent Trap movie by Disney. Hooray! In which one girl plays twins. Yes. An old trick for many movies, I guess. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> I don't know. One person playing multiple people? Probably. I mean, it happens a lot in a lot of things that I watch. Well, I mean, they recreated it in the... Lindsay Lohan version. There was just one of her. There is just one of her. And let's talk about Tatiana Maslany again, playing a bazillion clones. She wasn't playing twins, though. No, but she was playing... Well, she was. Yeah, huh? Yeah, huh? No, she was playing something like... Sarah and Helena were twins. Like, like what's what's the word you use for a hundred and then put tuplets after that? (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) I get it. I get it. But Sarah and Helene... Helene? (laughs) Helena were twins. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, but yes, and there's lots of other things that have twins. I don't know. We'll get we'll get to them at some point. There are lots of other things. I think this movie was. I think this is a good jumping off point of the twin world. It is, and I think this movie was like uh, what every identical twin wants to uh, have done in their life. Maybe. Oh yeah, I assume so. I would do it if I had a twin, which I, I probably do somewhere out there because you know. I work with somebody who has identical twins, and their twins did do this in school. Please tell me the story. Well, I guess uh, I was asking them about it today, and I guess during breaks they were switching classes. <laughs> and nobody noticed? Well, I guess you couldn't it because took, the teacher's different. It took half a day for the teachers to figure out <laughs> that this was happening. That's amazing. And what gave them away was their personalities. Hmm. Which this movie, I might add, did a very good job of making sure both twins had a very different personality. They were both very distinct people. They were. And I would say that's a lot of that nature versus nurture stuff. Where it's all about how you're brought up versus your genetics, I guess. Yeah, your genetics don't make you. It's your experiences that make you. Mm -hmm. So yeah, let's jump on in. Yes. Are you ready? I am ready. Into summer camp. Hold on. I'm running back. Getting some speed. (laughs) And I jumped. Okay, we're in. He jumped super high and far. I did. (laughs) Yeah, the movie opens with some... Cute little claymation, stop motion claymation, I believe. I'm not technical with that kind of stuff, so I assume that's what it is. I think it was, yeah. Okay. And there's a cute little song, which I, as soon as it started, I was like, oh, I know the words because I've seen this movie a bazillion times. <laughs> Sorry, that was my bottle that has gas. <laughs> and says, it opens with the sign that says, bless our broken home, which is just like, oh, that's a downer. <laughs> it is kind of a downer. Someone should call in the contractor and get that fixed, maybe. Probably. Yeah. They do by the end. Spoilers. Oh, really? There was a contractor? Fixed <laughs> yeah, the broken the contractor home? fixed it. Did a little, did a little masonry work. Uh-huh. Mas- sorry, masonry work. Masonry. <laughs> Usually I'm the one that can't speak. Can't, <laughs> hey. Can't say the words. I'm, I'm good at not speaking the right words all the time. <laughs> so we open the movie at summer camp. I love summer camp. Did you go to summer camp? No, but I've been to band camp, which is kind of the same. Are you being serious? Or are you making an American Pie joke? No, I, I, okay. I was in band. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. You never know with you. Four years. I mean, yeah. I mean, this one time at band camp, I didn't do something. I mean, that's <laughs> not, that would be the American Pie joke. Uh-huh. <laughs> but no, yeah, band camp, four years. Middle cool. summer. 
Hot, went, hot, hot times. I went to many camps. I went to like Girl Scout camp, and then in sixth grade, they made us all go to camp together, which was weird. I don't know. Like, I, I guess prior to high school, I did go to a Methodist church camp function oh, thing. Yeah, with I've done my a, I did uncle. a Bible camp once, and that was kind of terrifying. I think we did it a few years. It was a. Uh, I went with my aunt and uncle that we stayed with during uh, school because mm-hmm. I went to school far away from where I lived. So we uh, stayed with my aunt and uncle after school, and they took us uh, for a few years to uh, a bit Bible camp. Is probably what it was. Definitely yep. Bible camp. During uh, one thing I can remember is I won the submarine trophy for a kite flying contest so you can probably figure out how well that went (laughs) we all have our strengths (laughs) mine was not building a kite (laughs) did you ever meet your twin at summer camp never no No, i have no twins my friend lauren said she went to camp and saw a girl looked exactly like me so i just didn't go to that camp (laughs) and so i didn't meet the twin but my friend did (laughs) And they became best friends. <laughs> yeah, she dropped me from her life, and now she's friends with the other <laughs> version of me. Yep. Her name is Joanna. Yeah, that's what Joanna. we call her. Joanna. I like it. It's a good Lady Gaga album. My, my, oh my God, this reminds me. So last night I watched Riverdale, and they had this crazy confirmation scene going on, and it was ridiculous and hilarious and... As anyway. in being confirmed in church? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Not as in getting a confirmation? No, like full on. I can't even talk about how ridiculous the scene was. Just go watch the last episode of Riverdale. I can't even explain it. And then when I watch that, it'll be the first episode I sat down to watch <laughs> in its entirety. I love Riverdale. Anyway, uh, I totally forgot what I was saying. I should totally watch it because isn't it about Archie? And it is it's Archie. Like, it's like all comic book characters. Yes. Yeah, I should watch that. Oh, that's what I was saying. So my confirmation name, because you had to pick one when you got confirmed, you had to pick a saint or whatever. Mine was Joan of Arc, so it works. So wait, you're Stephanie, Joan of Arc, whatever your real middle name is, Catherine Kretz? Uh Uh-huh. Wow, that's a mouthful. It is. Because of course I'm going to choose the lady that got burned at the stake. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Explains why you like to fight a lot, too. (laughs) Yeah, I'm (laughs) always looking for a fight. Oh my god, I'm so tangenty right now. Okay. We get to summer camp. <laughs> Everyone in this movie speaks like they're in that like that proper American British E English. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do. Where they kinda sound like they have an accent, but they're they don't where, at the same time. Where people are taught etiquette still. Yes. <laughs> Unlike us shitty Americans. <laughs> well, I wouldn't <clears throat> this takes place in America. It does. So it's not that we're americans it's that we're of the time period we are it's true we did not have to walk around with a stack of books on our head but maybe i would have liked to have talked like this i don't know you don't know me you might have wanted to it would have been lovely it would have been smashing (laughs) bloody hell anyway (laughs) (laughs) and there we go (laughs) so a girl gets out of the car she has a driver and her name is Sharon. She's clearly very prim and proper. And then, um, you know, she meets the head of camp and then gets assigned to her bunk, blah, blah, blah. They go to the mess hall. Yep. And then while she's collecting her food, she looks up and meets eyes with another girl who looks exactly like her. Exactly. Exactly. Because it's the same actress. What? <laughs> With short hair. <gasps> it was a wig. I don't think it was a wig. I'm pretty sure the her, beginning was a It might have really been like a piece, wig. a piece of hair on the back of her. Because the, it was definitely, the top was definitely not a wig. I could tell by how. There were scenes where it looked like it was a wig. Because you could see when she had the long hair, you could actually see her scalp at the part. And there were yeah. scenes with her when she still had long hair where it didn't, you could not see her scalp. Oh. Well, la-ti-da. Maybe your TV is just more high-def than mine. Well, it is an altered high-def television. (laughs) But yeah, so the other girl sits down. Her name's Susan, and her friend is like, the nerve of her coming here with your face. Yes. That's funny. That makes (laughs) sense. I wish that would happen to me one day. Uh Uh-huh. 
Um, there's an announcement while everyone's eating that there's going to be a dance with the boys camp. And if your tents are untidy, you will not be allowed to go. <laughs> I would not have been at that dance. <laughs> well, maybe. Maybe the boys camp wasn't as strict. This was the girls camp rule, so. Well, if I was at the girls camp, I would not have been at that dance. There you go. If my bedroom has anything to say about my tidiness, I would not have been at that dance. <laughs> The girls kind of keep bumping into each other. They kind of face off and tease each other a lot. Sharon or Susan and her friends are in a canoe and then Sharon and her friends knock the canoe over and it's a big mess and they're all mad. So to get revenge, Susan and her friends sneak into their cabin tent thing and pour honey and chocolate sauce and toothpaste and shaving cream all over them and hang string everywhere. And did you take a note about what they called it? No. Neither did I. I didn't take any notes. You didn't take any notes? Not a single Okay, well, note. I'll just tell you the story, and then you can comment well, I, I watched as it. we go. <laughs> I remember. It's not like I haven't seen this movie 500 this times. This is true. But I, I, I know they say they, when the girls wake up, they're like, they... Blah, 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 us. They burbered us. Fill in the word. Yes. The next morning when the alarm or bell goes off, there are... <laughs> Good job. Thank Perfect. Um, <laughs> they all kind of wake up and hay falls on them and buckets of water fall on them and it's just a yep. bloody mess. Yes, it was, a, it was a booby trap. Not a bloody, not like literally bloody. Like I'm just being weirdly British again. It was a mudly mess. There you go. So naturally they fail the morning inspection, in, inspection and so there's no dance for them. Well, they were trying to clean it up and then when they They were badly in, trying to clean They were just covered in muck. Yeah, when she walked into the room, they all sort of dropped their mops and looked very sad about the yeah, situation. Yeah, they were like, it was, there was probably a noise that went, because it was the 60s in a Disney movie. I don't believe there was. I'm going to pretend there was. But in my brain, that did happen. <laughs> Now we go to the dance, and Susan's dancing with a cute boy, and Sharon and her friends are all mad, like, how dare she get to dance, and how dare they all get to have a good time while we're stuck outside. So Susan goes outside to talk to this boy, and Sharon and her friends are sneaking underneath the deck that she's on, Yep. and so they decide to cut the back of her dress off. I know. That's such a classic prank. And her little butt is showing now when she walks back into the dance with her bloomers her bloomers they were legit bloomers <laughs> and she has no idea as she dances around it's so scandalous now how i mean i understand that dresses can be breezy <laughs> right like how would you not notice that your butt is hanging out i know i mean come on there's more breeze than normal it's yeah. just not an updraft now it's a backdraft and <laughs> and <laughs> You got that cut part, so like those little bits are going to touch you differently than if it was a full skirt. Now, I understand that movies aren't built on logic, but I think I would have noticed if my skirt back was cut off. I agree. I have this problem when I wear skirts to work, and then I am sitting in my chair a lot, and then I stand up, and then my skirt is suddenly upwards, and I'm like, (laughs) whoo, you have to scramble (laughs) to pull it back down before anyone notices. I'm sorry, I bet you all didn't know there was a full moon today. (laughs) So yeah, her friend tells her that her butt is showing and she gets all embarrassed. And so then Sharon and Susan kind of have it out. They fight and it's a chaotic, hilarious scene. Um, I love this part. It's just like so gay, like so filled with gags, like the guy like falling into the table and then all of the different piles of food just coming and coming yep, onto and him and crashing them. into him and, and him failing. <laughs> Saving one only to drop it to save yeah. the next. <laughs> and then the lady like is holding the cake and gets she like stuck puts on the it up and pole. yeah, it gets stuck and then it crashes down on her face. Oh, I was beautiful. reading um a funny like some trivia about this movie and I guess that cake scene was like originally not part of the original cut. And then really? Walt Disney was like, No, that's gonna get the biggest laugh and so they put it back in and sure enough when they screened it, everybody laughed the hardest at that part. Nice. So the owner of the mouse knew. Disney knows, man. Hashtag Disney knows. <laughs> <laughs> then they get called to the office because they caused a giant fight. Um, and the headmistress. Like, aren't they sis- like sisters, yeah. aren't they? It's like, How horrible that sisters would act this way. And she's like, like, no, what? ma'am. They're just lookalikes. She's not my sister. Yeah. And that's, I love that line. Nope. They're just lookalikes. It's mm-hmm. like that happens every day. Right? Like, 
oh, just another lookalike. <laughs> there must be so many of them. <laughs> Maybe it's just a, a theme at the camp. Maybe. Um, so their punishment is to be moved into a secluded cabin together. Yeah, which was only secluded for the moving of them. Because right. after that, it was like in the midst of all the cabins, right. which was hilarious. Right, because there's a part where she's like, I'm going to go get a popsicle. And she disappears. like, And she's back in five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a great scene with them all marching and then whistling. Thank you. Yep. And they were all they were all definitely marching. They all um, had this the, the arm sway going. Uh-huh. I and love the whole it. it was like a whole little army thing happening there. It's so good. And not only are they secluded in this cabin, they also have to sit at the isolation table, which is properly labeled as such. And that's fun as well. Yes, I bet that uh that prop made it very easy for them to stitch together the double recording for that because it yes. cut out a lot of one person so that they didn't have to worry about mm-hmm things on the table matching constantly yeah there's a lot of little tricks i noticed to see to make it work like whenever Haley is in a scene with herself she's always standing like on the side of something that has a clear partition in the middle like standing on two sides of a window that has like a bar in the middle or like two sides of a door or a bed frame or whatever yep um, so it's like they worked their movie magic pretty well, just besides the disappearing arm, apparently. Yes. I didn't notice, and I really wanted to notice that. <laughs> you gotta go back and watch it. Okay. <laughs> it happens. It's very brief, but it okay. definitely happens. Finally, the two ladies get a chance to bond a little bit. Uh, Susan's hanging up all these pictures of some hot celebs, like my birthday twin, Elvis Presley, and Ricky Nelson. A harsh wind comes through and knocks all them down, but Sharon goes and helps her clean them up. So they start bonding and get to know each other a little bit. Susan says she lives in California. She has a horse on a ranch. She lives with her dad. And Sharon lives in Boston with only her mom. And then they find out neither of them have a mom or dad, respectively. Right. Um, And they also found out that they have the same birthday. I think it was November 12th. And they're both the same exact age. Yes. And Sharon is like, uh okay that's weird and susan's like la 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 whatever it's fine <laughs> it's because lookalikes it yeah, happens all the time stephanie yeah i know right come on it's lookalikes like, with the same birthday yeah all the time fine. don't come worry on. about it nothing to look into there here i mean this is this is life as normal <laughs> finally sharon decides she, sharon learned that susan hasn't seen her mother since she was a baby so she doesn't even she only saw she doesn't remember her specifically but she remembers her from a photo that her dad had until recently when he put it away because it was right. you know, she assumed too painful for him to remember her or whatever exactly um so sharon is like okay well i'm gonna show her my the picture that i have of my mom because she brought a picture of her mom to camp which is weird I guess. The other girl had a picture of her dad. I know. It's just weird. You know, you come on. You go to camp. You bring your But it was like a beautiful portrait. It wasn't like, here's me and mom at the <laughs> lake or whatever. It was just like. It was mom's acting headshot. It was. As well as dad's acting headshot for the other. <laughs> so Sharon show Sharon shows Susan. That was hard. <laughs> <laughs> New tongue twister. Uh, Sharon shows Susan the photo. And then everything goes crazy. Well, not really. She's just like, oh, my God, that's my mom. Why do you have a picture of my mom? Yep. So they realize that they're twin sisters. Oh, my God, twin sisters. Yes, yes, yes. It was, uh, she was sad. She was staying behind. She wasn't going to eat. She was mm-hmm. going to stay behind and cry in the bed. But now they, they hug and everything's happy. And then Susan gets the bright idea to switch places. So they can meet their other parents and they start devising a plan. Yep. In which they teach the other all of their quirks and habits. Yes. And, and But the entire point of this plan, not only just to meet their parent, like meet their parent that they have never met, really. Was to get them back together. Because they clearly are both still single and in Must love with in each love. other. Yep. Of course. If you didn't remarry, you have to be in <laughs> love with that person. Obviously. They do all these things like teach each other the people that live in their house because both of them have servants. Whatever. <laughs> Must be nice to have money. Right. Um, like, yeah, they're different quirks. Like like Brad said, like, like uh, oh, my God. 
Susan bites her nails a bunch, so Sharon has to bite her nails. Yeah, it was a really funny little scene there. Yeah. And then how to say uh, certain words. Yes. Can't. Can't. I can't do this. I shan't do this. Yep. Because that's very, proper and Very English. proper. You know, those proper speaking Boston people. <laughs> makes me wonder when Boston became a thing. Instead of Boston. Yes. Bo- bo- I don't know. Well, her, I don't know how to properly say her Boston. Her mother was very, very refined. I love her anyway as as also the grandmother yes they were very very fancy yes, very very much part of will, the we social get, we will get to them in just a moment brad we will um susan cuts sharon's hair to match hers and then they exchange wardrobes um and now it's time to go home so Sharon, susan as sharon this is gonna get real confusing susan as sharon gets picked up by the car guy <laughs> driver the car guy the chauffeur the chauffeur (laughs) (laughs) i used up all my words at work today (laughs) yes the chauffeur picks her up and there's a little little funny scene when they're like oh sharon and then uh susan goes that's you now yeah (laughs) he's like what did you do to your hair your grandma's gonna kill you that's you now so sharon tells susan that that that's you now yes this is going to get very it's going to be very confusing but as long as we know if this is the only confusing part because then they're just going to go back to their places and we'll know who's where when we talk about them okay so also this is just a random thing that happened but when everyone's getting picked up this random girl was throwing a fit because her Father parents would let her take, take a, a skunk, skunk. <laughs> so dumb but it made me laugh really hard yes and her acting was beautiful oh like, baby oh baby it's okay you wouldn't hurt anybody <laughs> uh, so susan goes to boston and she immediately gets a hug from the grandfather she's never met this scene made me a little teary i'm gonna admit that probably because you know i've lost my grandparents and it was just like it's yeah. just nice to be reunited with your Long lost grandfather. Long lost grandparents, yeah. And making a memory. Yeah. But yeah, she's like smelling him and he's like, What are you doing, weirdo? (laughs) And she says she's making a memory, which is very sweet. So that whenever Um, I think of you, I'll remember that you smelled like peppermint and cigars, I believe. Right? Cigarettes. Cigarettes, okay. She probably said tobacco. Tobacco, that makes (laughs) sense. Yes. And then her mother emerges, and she is just, like, in awe. I mean, because her mom is just, like, freaking gorgeous and glamorous. Yeah, I was she, watching this movie and thinking about how can you miss such a huge hair change? And then I'm like, oh, that's right. After I got my hair cut, my dad didn't notice. <laughs> and I went from long hair to shorter hair. There you go. But, of course, her grandma notices. And, well, everyone, it takes them, like, a good minute or two before they're like, what did you do to your hair? Yeah, they're happy to see them. And then and they're then like, oh. everything's like, oh, wait, hold on. Yeah. Thankfully, she has the excuse that it's summer and it was hot, so she decided to cut it. That's always a good excuse. Yeah. So, yeah, whatever. Grandma shows up. She's not as fun as the other two. So, whatever, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> it's because she's busy, you know, being a socialite. Yeah. You know, all these plans. You got to go do the Red Cross. You got to go do this. And we're going to go do this. And we're going to go do that. And we're going to blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so Sharon arrives in California. And her dad meets her at the airport, which is lovely. Yep. Um, this reception is a little bit more chipper and sillier than the one in Boston. Yes. And a little um, less pulled off. Yeah. Everyone because is so Sharon happy. Sharon has trouble being Susan. <laughs> <laughs> she does because she's very refined and she does not know how to be she doesn't know how to like chill out and let go a little bit so but her, her dad notices that her nails are all torn up and oh, you she's like oh nails? good you noticed <laughs> oh, she said you'd remember or oh yeah she said you'd she notice said, she yeah. kept saying she and then we and she kept referring to we we did this we did that we did yeah. that yeah it's like oops and her dad would be like what and she'd be like nothing whatever um when she gets home the dog doesn't recognize her which is like dun 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 dogs know dogs do know and also i thought you know it was kind of a one-off thing and then you never see the dog again yeah, you, you'd that's think, true <laughs> you'd think dog would be that. There. there'd be so many instances where the dog's acting like she doesn't know her but nope just a one-off dog yeah. doesn't recognize her stop being a fool dog it's like your dog doesn't even know you says the uh, housekeeper 
what is her name? I wrote it down. Verbena. It's a cool name. It is a cool name. I love Never Verbena. heard that one. Verbena is one of my favorites because, which brings me to my next point of this movie, which is unfortunately, Dad has a new girlfriend. And this throws a wrench into their plan to get their parents back together. Well, it throws a wrench into their plan as far as Sharon is concerned. Because Susan, when the first phone call, is like, oh, he's never going to be serious about any of that. Yeah. Don't worry, because apparently dad has women over quite yeah. often. I mean, whatever. He has a sweet ranch. He does. And a and, pool and everything. And he's rich. And he's rich. My favorite is Verbena talking about her. And she just over and over again goes, I'm not saying a word. Not a single word. I love her <laughs> so Spills much. the whole story uh-huh. while not saying well, a single word. I'm not word. saying a word. <laughs> I love her. Sharon puts on her cute little bathing suit and meets Miss Vicky Robinson by the pool. Um, she is quite sassy to her and tries to downplay her dad, saying he's this big womanizer. Yep. Vicky is not buying it, though. Nope. Later on, dad tries to have the talk with Sharon, which completely distracts him from talking about Vicky, which is his constant plan of like, Sharon, I want her suit. Susan, I want to talk to you about... Something. Things are changing. Something. Things are happening. We got to talk about this, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, blah, 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 and just completely distracts him every time. Yep. Basically, he wants to tell her that he's going to get married to this woman. Yeah. And Susan... Er, and fails every time. Fails horribly. They go horseback, ride, horseback riding, and he also gets distracted again. Vicky is having lunch with her mother, and she calls Susan... Sharon as Susan, the beast. And I'm like, come on, lady, calm down. She kind of establishes her villainy because she wants to send Susan, air quote, I'm air quoting yep. podcast listeners, um, off to a boarding school. I feel like we're flying through this movie. We are, because we got to get to the fun parts. I know. Uh, so Verbena senses that something's up. She senses that she's not Susan. So Sharon finally confesses everything to her. Right. Um, so then her dad finally tells her that he wants to marry Vicky. She throws a big fit. <laughs> well, there's, there's a funny little joke before that. What is the joke? He's like, how would you feel if Vicky was living here with us? And then... <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, I've always wanted a sister. <laughs> Very funny little bit. Vicky doesn't look that young. She looks older than She does than look older mom. than the mom, yeah. But hey, you know, maybe it was because she smoked. Maybe. I mean, they're both very pretty. Whatever. Um, I think maybe they tried, tried to look make her look more... Villainous. Villainous. More like she kind the of monster. Had, like, I feel like if they would have made like a live action 101 Dalmatian movie, she would have been a really good Cruella de Vil. She would have. She already had the hairdo. Yeah. She just needed the color. Mm-hmm. Sharon kind of loses her shit and starts ranting and raving. Um, Vicky even comes in and tries to talk to her. Um, and she's just like, well, I can't blame father. You're very nicely put together. <laughs> Which is also very funny. Basically, just like these, like little compla compla salts, as I like to call them. The, yes. Where she's like, "Oh, you're." He's only likes you because you're hot. <laughs> yep. Yep. And then she accuses Vicky that she's only marrying her father for his money. I don't know. I just wrote. So yeah, that's all it is. <laughs> what does that mean, Stephanie? <laughs> I think. Well, I think that uh, Sharon was trying to get her to not be interested because yeah. it was Susan's. Susan's. Uh, thing was heard was to deal with it basically mm-hmm. get it get it taken care of unmotivate her yeah as it, as it were and um i forgot to mention before this uh susan and sharon had been coordinating some little phone calls at three in the morning susan's time oh that's hard to remember which one <laughs> because but susan was like i want to spend more time with mother because i never got to see her so you're just gonna have to deal with this vicky situation i'm out yep i don't um, want to come back because Sus- uh, sharon wanted her to bring her immediately yeah so finally susan and sharon talk on the phone again and Sher- their grandfather overhears the conversation and he looks very confused because he's hearing the same voice talk to each other <laughs> Yeah, because he picked up... You have to remember that this happened in 1961, and they had phone lines. And he just picked up the other phone and got to listen to the same phone call. Weird. Scary. That can't happen anymore unless you have a landline. It's true. 
And people still have landlines. They do. Not my me. My cable provider tries to make me get one all the time. So does mine. <laughs> well, actually, I have a phone in my kitchen, but it's for my buzzer, which is super weird. Well, you know, that's a, its own closed-off system. Yeah. I mean, you could probably have a phone there, too. It I could. probably uses the pair that isn't used normally mm-hmm. for telephone. True. Sorry to get all science on you guys. <laughs> we are a science podcast. We all talking about twins and clones and stuff. It's true. So let's talk about phone pairs. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like twins. <laughs> you said pair, right? I did say pair. There phone pair. Yep. Uh, Susan emerges from the study and her grandfather's waiting to talk to her. He kind of gently confronts her about what he heard. So she, we assume she confesses everything to him because we don't actually see that conversation. But right. we assume that's what happened. So the next morning at breakfast, they're kind of making their plans for the day. La, la, la. And then grandfather kind of winks at her. And so she finally tells everyone at breakfast what's going on. Their mom isn't mad. She just is so happy to see her again. Right. And the grandmother, like, really, really wants to be there. And so the grandfather kind of shoes her out. And he's like, just let give her them, have her time. Yeah. yeah, give them some privacy. They've never seen each other but before. But I'm really. her grandmother. But, but I'm her grandmother. And he's like, I, this, is, I'm put, this is the one time I'm yeah. putting my foot down. Yeah. I love him. Yeah, he's great. Clearly, they can't keep the twins. They can't keep their respective twins, so they make a plan to go out to California, unbeknownst to the father, while the mother, Maggie... I get the impression that the grandpa knew what the plan was of the twins. Oh, because, he did. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he and, and she are winking, and he's getting her yes. on a flight as quickly as possible. Yes, and he's also... Um, while she's pa- while Maggie is packing, he's like, "You're gonna wear that," and he's just trying to be like, "I think the women are wearing their hair differently now." Yep. And she's just he kind of gets in her head about her clothing choice and whatever. And it's so easy to um, just divert to New York on a last minute flight to California, yeah. apparently, to do some shopping. Yes, yeah, so that's what they do. They spend a few days together in New York to hang out and do shopping and be all extra fancy. Susan and Maggie. Maggie is the mom. Mitch is the dad. I'm going to call them by their names from now on. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) uh, So Susan and Maggie arrive at the ranch. It's a very, very happy reunion with the twins uh, until they break the news that Mitch is getting married to Vicky. Um, Maggie looks disappointed for just a moment, but she quickly breezes past it. Mitch comes home uh, and then he runs into... Take a shower. No, 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 not there yet. Oh, you're not there. Okay. I'm getting. I have some other comments to make about some outdated comments that he made. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was 61. <laughs> he runs into Susan, who he thinks is Cher. <laughs> he runs into real Susan, who he thought was Sharon as Susan. <laughs> okay. She says hi, Dad, and then he goes, "Oh, He's like, oh, now, now you're, you're speaking to me. me. Give me the cold shoulder for the past few days." Yeah, he says. He tells her that not speaking to someone because you're mad at them is feminine, and it's the worst part of being feminine. Uh, he didn't say that. No, if Burbina walked by and Burbina said feminine, said but feminine he still goes, agreed yes. with her very vehemently. I think it was a, supposed to be a joke, and I laughed that he took that on, because to <laughs> me it was very funny, because it's not the word, and it was right. hilarious. <laughs> but still, it is the 60s. Mm-hmm. He goes upstairs, and then... Sharon emerges. She's in a different outfit. Um, and he talks to her a little bit while uh, Maggie's t- just getting out of the shower. And she leaves the bathroom just as Mitch comes into the bathroom. He finds her bra hanging there and is very confused. Yep. And goes to ask his daughter if it's hers, but then realizes that, hey, that this is a silly yeah, thought I'm like, having. That's There's no way. Because it's like very large. She's, she's 13. <laughs> I think I, large I think I would have noticed those. <laughs> those, Jesus. Um, <laughs> um, so they decide to go, Vic, or Maggie and Susan decide to go spy on Vicky, and Sharon's like, I've already seen her. I don't, I don't care. Yep. Um, so they leave just as Mitch comes in to ask about the bra. Yeah, there's a lot of just missed yeah. path. Crossing. It's very silly. It's, it's very, very, and then very This comical. is like probably one of my favorite sequences because it's so ridiculous. And I am not really a big slapstick comedy type person, but this shit makes me laugh super hard. 
A priest, Vicky, and her mom are all there to talk about wedding details. I love the priest so much. He's he is like a weird vampire. <laughs> I, he's so strange. And he's just like, I'll take some bourbon double on the rocks. He just speaks so yes. weirdly. I love him so well, he's, much. He's supposed to be all holy and uh-huh. stuff. And but he's my favorite character in the he's, whole movie. Yes. He's, he's also in on the gag, like right away. Not intentionally, though. I know, He's but... He's just very entertained by what's happening. So entertained. So, I'm going to lay out play-by-play play of what happened here, which is, I mean, I've been doing that the whole movie. Anyway, but this is the best part, so... Susan... So, Mitch sees Susan and a woman in a bathrobe run through the backyard. Yep. <laughs> and they kind of peek out from a tree and wave to him, and he is trying to see what the hell's going on, and he's... And then he finally notices and he starts to walk forward and then he trips over a chair and table and spills everything around. Yep. Uh, spills everything onto the ground. Uh, so then he ushers Vicky, her mom, and the priest outside. And he's walking along the pool edge and then he sees the sees Maggie and Susan again and he's trying to look at them and then he falls backwards into the pool. <laughs> yep. Yep. By the way, so, I think it was like a pool edge on a lake, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, it's a lake, but it's very cool. So they help wet, poor wet Mitch out of the lake, and and he's like, oh, whatever, I'm fine. And so then finally, Mitch and Maggie reunite in the living room and And, immediately start fighting. (laughs) Yes, start arguing right away. (laughs) And then he sees the twins reunited, and that kind of changes everything, and it's just very happy and cute, and everyone hugs, and it's magical. And he finally realizes that he had Sharon the last few days, and... Not yep. Susan, and he's like, "Oh my God, yep. Sharon!" And then they embrace, and 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 it's, it's happy for That's a moment. Lovely, yes. And then Vicky returns. Yes, and she will not have it. Oh wait, no. Sorry. <laughs> First, before that. Oh, the priest. No, before that, even. So Maggie. So the twins run off to give them some privacy. Was he a priest or was he a judge? He was a reverend. Then why did they say judge, or did they say doctor, doctor? I don't know. He had the collar, so he's still yeah, a priest. He had a lot in of things way. going on. Um, he's a vampire, also. Of the course. kind that goes outside. Yes, in the light. In the sparkles. light. Sparkles. He's a sparkle vampire that enjoys bourbon. Yep. A um, double on the rocks. <laughs> double bourbon on the rocks. Um, so Maggie is very sassy about Vicky. And then there are some weird domestic violence jokes, which I'm just like, you guys, <laughs> no. Yes. Um,. About him using force and then her punching him in retaliation. And then she punches him in the eye. Yep. With like a, a knuckle punch, so it looked awkward. like. Like the way she was holding her hand, that would have hurt. Was, it was like, I don't, I can't even. You're, it's a podcast. You can't see my hand. Um, you can't. So, like a velociraptor so as, going in for an attack. I'm yes, like, that's kind of what it was. Um, so she punches him in the eye and then... He's like sits down on the couch and she's like crawling on top of him to try to look at it and then the priest walks in on them. Yep. <laughs> and and he flops around to the floor. And she yeah, she falls, she crashes to the floor, the bathrobe just kind of comes open a little bit and Mitch is like this is very easy to explain. This is my wife and the priest is like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. It's great. And then Vicky comes in and realizes what's going on and the priest is just so entered he's this is when he's just like at top amusement he's just sitting on the couch watching vic and vic vicky and mitch fight about maggie being there and having so much fun yeah thinking that mitch's ex-wife was just a a, a pleasant lady beautiful and pleasant and of course maggie finally goes upstairs to change out of her bathrobe and emerges looking so very foxy oh yeah and then she does the best sassy thing ever and addresses vicky's mom as vicky (laughs) (laughs) such a little sassy bitch (laughs) well now we know mom's back on board Uh uh-huh like mother like daughter also daughters it's all they're all pretty sassy in that family well you know you know, they say the apple doesn't far fall from the tree. Doesn't fall far from the tree. Doesn't far fall from the tree. <laughs> That's a winner. We're so good at words today. The best at wording. Vicky leaves with the priest and uh, her mom. And the, yeah, the priest is just like, that was great. <laughs> I yep. don't know. He says something about Maggie and they're just like, He's such a delightful lady. How, how could he ever let her get away from him? Yeah. Because like he's really smitten with her. Maybe he dislikes redheads. Maybe. I mean, Maggie's really hot, though. 
She is. Maureen O'Hara. Maureen O'Hara is a beautiful lady. She is beautiful. I have a crush on her in in that time period. I do too. Thankfully, Vicky is gone. So now the girls can... The word. What is the word I'm looking for? They're trying to get dad and mom back. Hatch their plan. They're trying to hatch their plan. And it starts with a special night they had they had prepared for them. They want to recreate their first date. Yes, at an Italian restaurant, yeah. which we blazed over earlier. Eh, let's see. It was just her mom and her hanging out. It was fine. They were at a picnic. It was cute. The yeah. end. Yep. That was it. They're walking in front of a green screen. Yep. <laughs> Yep, some of my, I was going to mention that, but I, we didn't go over it. I but forgot yeah. about it. They're walking through the park, which is pre-filmed. And I probably so that they could, they probably had the camera go do the walk path so that they mm-hmm. could do many takes probably. Yeah. And green screen with uh, Daddy driving home with oh, uh, yes. Sharon as well. There's an kind awful of lots of green screen. Well, you know, back in the day, you want to do things in the studio. You don't have the high tech stuff we have now to get some of this vocal voice recording done as easily as you can these days yeah they do the girls do a little play for them and then they perform a song well (coughs) excuse me i need a sip of water edit this out brad (laughs) okay so sharon plays the piano and then susan comes in they do like a cute little skit and then they play a song they perform a song for their parents which is called let's get together yep yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want me to sing it? <laughs> Let's get together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't you and I combine? Let's get together. What do you say? We can have a swing in time. That's all I'm doing. That's the only blue. That's all I wrote down. <laughs> Good job. Which was a song they were playing at camp earlier, too, right? On the record player. Uh, I, th- I think that was like the song at the beginning of the dance as well. I think you are correct. But anyway. So yeah, they do the little dance. They do their little dance, and the parents are just like, "This is so great!" And then they realize what they're doing. It's during this dance where that magic trick happens. Oh, I was gonna say, I bet it was this part. Yeah, because it must have been a lot of movie magic to get them to do do the whole thing. Yeah, Yeah. so it's when they're together uh, dancing. At one point, uh, Sharon (laughs) raises her hand up in emotion, and you you watch her arm just lop off and come back. But this is another one of those scenes where they're standing in front of a door that has a clear separation down the middle, which was probably planned that, like, the set was made that way so they could do all these tricks. Yep. Unfortunately, doesn't really do the trick as much as they hope to because Mom and Mitch and Daddy Maggie start fighting again. They start fighting. They just talk about how they're going to split up the kids, and it's just sad. It is sad. So. But this is when the movie is the best. Yeah. The very next morning is the best. Yeah, I love the camping trip. It's hilarious. Maggie is like waiting for them to leave. And she's like, come on, we're going to miss our flight. So the girls come down and they're wearing identical outfits. And they have a plan. They have a new plan. Because <laughs> well, their original plan didn't it's work. Not a, well, they have a, they have a, a follow-up uh, plan. <laughs> yes, they, they didn't want to be split up so quick. They want to spend time with their parents. And they have, they're basically hijacking or trying to hijack them. Mm-hmm. And the parents have to fall for it because they can't tell them apart. <laughs> yep. We do our camping trip and then we'll tell you who we are. Yep. And they're answering both to this and them saying one thing. And she's like, well, you're this. And she goes, where am I? Yeah. Can you tell? <laughs> and they of course they tell. can't tell because it's the same person being filmed twice. I mean, come on. There's no differences. Yeah. Come on, Mitch and Maggie. Get it together. Don't you know you're in a movie? Yeah. Jeez. It's just Haley Mills. They're just exactly, exactly the same in every possible way. <laughs> As they're getting ready to go camping, like getting in the truck and everything, Vicky comes over and she's and all she mad. Just, I will not have it. <laughs> I will not have it. She didn't sound like that. She sounded more like Brad. Um, so Maggie flips the script and she's like, oh, Vicky, you should come along instead. Or she should come along with us. Yep. And then she goes, well, actually, I think you should just go instead of me. And then you can get to know the girls. You're going to have them six months out of the year anyway. Yep. Might as well get used to it. Yep. Vicky's like, oh, whoop, 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 okay. She's- I get the impression that mommy was uh, very much in love with dad still. Oh, yeah. She's become master manipulator. <laughs> 
Well, the kids had to learn it from someone. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I said Sharon was extra. I felt like Sharon was a lot sassier than Susan was, which makes sense because Sharon or because Maggie is sassy as hell. Yep. It's all that pent up properness makes it come out. Mm-hmm. Unleash it. Now they're going to do their camping Now trip. they're going camping. And Vicky, this is when all the pranks happen. Yeah. Vicky's not doing too well. Um, so the girls decide to take advantage of that. Yeah. Even though she looks very nice. She does look She's not gorgeous. very fit, apparently. Because <laughs> she's getting tired easily. Yeah, she's getting tired. And she probably just wears heels all the time. So her feet probably hurt a lot. And she's not really a hiker. But she was wearing boots, and the boots were probably too big, so yeah. Yeah, was, she yeah. probably, there was just a lot of issues going on. And you know what? I'm going to give, I'm going to give it to Vicky on this one, because if you're not prepared to go camping, you're not going to have a good time. It's probably true. If somebody was like, if I was, had a plan to go, I'm going to go have dinner with my friend, and they were like, actually, we're going to go camping for a week, I'd be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but I don't have any clothes. I don't have any, I'm not prepared at all, and I'd be really upset, and I'd be really angry the whole time. So. Ornery. I was going to say ownery, but then I was like, my mouth isn't going to say that right. <laughs> so all the good tricks happen here. Yes. So the first one they do, they stop to have, take a little break up the mountain or wherever the hell they are. Hill. I don't know. And they put a tree lizard on a water canteen they mm-hmm. offer to her. And so Vicky takes the canteen from her and starts to drink it and then flips her shoe and she sees the lizard and screams and shrieks and. Yep. And the yeah. girls are laughing it up. Mm-hmm. And then later on up the mountain, they are kind of crouched down together. And Vicky overhears them talking about mountain lions in this part, in these parts. She's like, oh, no, mountain lions. I didn't know I was signed up for that. And so one of them is like, you know how to keep them away? You got to bash two sticks together. And one so, of them was obviously Susan. Because Susan would be the one yeah. knowing the terrain here. Susan would be the one making that kind of shit up. Yes. (laughs) So then she demonstrates for Sharon, and then Vicky sees it and starts doing the same thing. And then they walk away doing it, and then Uh that's that's all Vicky needed to be sold. Uh Uh-huh. They finally make it to camp, and the girls are in the lake, and then they see, and Vicky's feet are like super hurting, so Mm. Mitch suggests she go stick her feet in the lake. It'd probably feel nice. And so... Um, they see her coming, so one of them <laughs> goes under the water, and then the other one stands on top of her shoulders to make it look like it's shallow. shallow yep. And they're like, come on out, Vicky, it's great, it's so shallow out here. And so she's like, okay, like, Vicky, come on, Vicky, at this point, <laughs> after all they've done to you. She just walks right out and plops down. <laughs> yep, straight into the depths. Uh, and then Mitch has to dig her out, yep. and the girls are just laughing their asses off. And then we fast forward a little bit to dinner. Yeah. Oh, wait. I did enjoy this uh, CGI for the, the scene fish. underneath the water <laughs> with one of them. It, oh, yeah. Stephanie. It was not CGI. It was not CGI. I realized that after I said that. CGI didn't exist yet, I know. Stephanie. Movie magic. We're just going to keep calling it. They probably actually had her behind some sort of water, if not under the water. But yeah. I don't think it was under the water. They probably had her they behind had a water go- wall. Yeah, and then actually had a fake fish that they probably wiggled past her if it wasn't real. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. I love it. So, yeah, then we go to dinner. They're all enjoying dinner by the fire. Except for Vicky. Most of them are enjoying dinner by the fire. Yeah, Vicky doesn't want the trout. Nope. So she's like, I'll wait for breakfast. What are we having for breakfast? Trout. Trout. (laughs) I think it's around here where Mitch offers that, you know, uh, she could be taken back Mm -hmm. if she wanted. And also, she's sitting there getting eaten up by mosquitoes. Yep. Um, and so they realize, and uh, Mitch is like, what did you... What are you, what are you putting on? What are you putting on? And he goes and uh, smells, and he's like, well, this is sugar water. Of yeah. course they're eating you up. This would track every mosquito in the 20-mile range. Uh-huh. Anyway. So then she's going to go to bed. So, yeah, she goes to bed. And she's and... clicking the sticks. <laughs> oh, yeah, she bashes the sticks together as she goes to the... And she goes to the tent, and Mitch is like, what are you doing? <laughs> She's like, I gotta keep the mountain lions away. <laughs> and every time something happens where Vicky, like, points out something that, some new information she has, the girls just start quickly eating their food and looking down. Yep. <laughs> and uh, then it's at this point, Mitch comes back and t- tells the girls that, come on, lay off of her. Mm-hmm. You've had your fun. And 
in this scene, I just, in my head, it's, he's trying to hold back a laugh as is the, uh, the, the, the branch hand. Yeah. His, his other part, partner or employee, whatever mm-hmm. he is, both trying not to laugh to encourage such actions from these little <laughs> devils. Little sassy devils. Um, so in the middle of the night, they play the tent trick that yep. Susan and her friends played on Sharon in the beginning. They pour honey they on pour her feet. They pour honey all over her feet. How would you not wake up from that? I would totally wake up. She must be a deep sleeper. I guess. Maybe she took something. Maybe. Um, so yeah, they do the honey and uh, put string all over her tent. And so the next morning, a couple little baby bear cubs are licking her toes. It's yep, so cute. It is so cute. But of course, Vicky is not about that. Freaks out. Yep. Freaks her shit out. Starts throwing everything. Pushes Mitch into her tent and it collapses. It's a mess. Yep. And then the twin, and then she goes over to one of the twins and slaps one of them in the face. Well, she asks them, do you guys share everything? And she's like, yeah, yeah. And she's like, oh, good. Oh, yeah. And then she slaps the one of them and says, give your sister half of that. <laughs> That's kind of the last straw for Mitch. So uh, well, the ranch guy takes her back. I really don't think Mitch. Uh, oh, yeah. He did have a thing. Of, did he have a thing about that? Did he have, was he upset about He was smacking? upset about okay. her smacking one of the girls. Well, I don't think Mitch had to be not on board because Vicky was definitely off board and yeah. she was already done with the situation. True, true. So yeah, she gets taken back to, I was going to say land, but they're not on water. So. <laughs> Civilization. Civilization, that's the word. <laughs> oh, Stephanie, uh, you're so precious. <laughs> thank you. I, oh, this is some good English I wrote. They all returns. <laughs> <laughs> that wait, that's typed I, I typed that wow that's what happens she probably had an editor look that over <laughs> <laughs> i tell you man i edit and write eight hours a day now i use up all my skills in those eight hours it's like i have a bank of editing power and it like depletes or a battery of editing power and it slowly yep. depletes over the day yep and then you have to recharge it at night. <laughs> I do. So yeah, they all return. They all returns. <laughs> uh, sans Vicky, and Maggie is very pleased. Yes. The twins apologize for messing up his engagement. He's just kind of like, yeah, whatever. Yep. <laughs> he doesn't give a shit. Right, and then he's. Uh... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, What's the mom, Maggie? Maggie. Maggie's making dinner and... Uh, She's being so domestic and cute. She's got a little apron on. Yeah. She looks hot. It wasn't an apron. It was a wet towel. Oh, excuse me. Because she said it later. <laughs> no, she has an apron on because he has to untie it for her. It was a wet towel. A wet, ra- a wet rag is how she explained it. Yeah, but she has a thing around her waist. Yeah, the rag. It's still an apron, technically. Okay. You're going to confuse people because she's carrying a towel around, too. But the thing, forget it. We won't go here. What? She said, I tied this wet rag around my waist. I know that, but I'm saying it's an apron for... It's a a substitute apron. I think she's just being silly. Because it was a legit tie. There was a tie on it and everything. I don't know. It was I don't a, think it was an actual rag. I think she was just being like funny, like, oh, I tied this wet rag around myself. She probably doesn't rag. use aprons ever in her life. It was a life. triangle. It was like a square thing folded in half that she tied around herself. Whatever. <laughs> just, that's what I remember. I in just general, it last it's night. an apron, despite its actual. Yes, the, the function is an apron. Origin. <laughs> yes. It was functioning as an apron, whatever it was. <laughs> a tablecloth or something. Who knows? <laughs> a tarp. Who knows? It wasn't an apron as I would think of one, which has the little hole in the top where you put it around. And it's got the, the fruffly thingy in mm. the front and then the thing with the pockets. It was just, you know, something she tied around. I've only ever had the waist type aprons. So to me, that was an apron. Yeah. I've never had a waist one. When I would make cookies with my grandma, I would put a little waist one on. My mom had a waist one. Well, she doesn't anymore. There you go. I don't think I've ever worn an apron in my adult life. Really? I have. Well, la da Yeah. It was that year I pretended to be an IHOP employee. I wore my IHOP apron with pretended? my IHOP. Pretended? Well, it was my costume. It was a very 
not well thought out costume. It was a last minute thing. I had an IHOP hat. I had an IHOP apron. Uh, from what, however, I got those. I'm really I thought not you said sure. you wore it for a year. I realized you said for one year. For one year for Halloween. For yes. Halloween. That was the part sorry. that I missed. Yeah. <laughs> you wore it for one year. <laughs> Every day. Just that. That's why I was like, why are you wearing an IHOP apron for a year? Because I thought that, you know, the Empire Records scene <laughs> could be redone in IHOP. <laughs> Oh, man. But anyway, <laughs> so she tells um, Mitch to clean up, you know, wash his hands before eating, mm-hmm. and he turns around to talk to her, and that's when he realizes that he is smitten with her still. Uh-huh. Because she's being all cute and shit. So he goes up and takes a shower and shaves, and the whole bit comes He does down. the, yeah, he makes himself very presentable, like, about to get laid presentable. Wow. This is the 60s. This was not the way things went back then. <laughs> Maybe they we don't would know what happened down, off screen. Have a nice glass of vino, talk, maybe neck a little bit. Those are know, two people that are going to get laid. And have a little uh, a little hooch from Mama's liquor cabinet. Verbena's liquor cabinet. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Verbena's got the good stuff, you know it. Yeah, that's how the priest got his bourbon. Oh, yeah. I love that priest. Anyway, uh, he brings a bottle of red wine to dinner. And she says, like, me and my bare feet, it puts a woman at a disadvantage. And he likes her at a disadvantage. It's very cute. It's so <laughs> cute. Her apron is knotted up. <laughs> so Mitch undoes it for her. It did not look that knotted up. I think she was full of it. Yeah, she was doing the game. I know. She was bringing playing, them in. Playing those games. She cast the line, and now she was, you know, reeling that fish in. Like the trout. Yep. <laughs> He was the trout. She was the master fisherman. Aw. There is quite a lot of sexual tension in this scene. Yep. Um, And then Mitch apologizes to her. He tells her how much he misses her. She gets all teary and emotional, and it's very beautiful. And he was hoping so much that she'd come back someday. Yep. And then they kiss. Yep. Kiss, kiss, kiss. And then we go to the girls. Because... Earlier in camp, we didn't cover this, but earlier in camp, uh, it was Sharon said that her mom said she must be a psychic because she could see things. And I think Sharon wakes up, or was it Susan? I don't even know at this point. I don't remember which one had the psychic ability. It was Sharon that had the psychic ability. Okay, well then it was Sharon who woke up because Sharon had the dream about... Them. Yeah. Walking down an aisle. Walking down an aisle, and then it transitions into them actually getting married. Yay! And it being a happy ending. Everyone's so happy, and And the little sign changes from from bless our broken home to bless our happy home. home. Yep. The end. Oh, such a good movie. It's a fun movie. It's a really fun movie. I used to watch that movie a lot when I was little, probably because... I am an only child of divorced parents. <laughs> yeah. I feel like maybe there was some weird subconscious reason I went to camp all the time, maybe to find my long-lost twin sister. Well, you know, that can happen, I suppose. Yeah. But I now fully embrace my only childness, and I like it, even though I'm convinced there are clones out there. <laughs> now you're afraid of meeting them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have those memories because I am one of six children. Yeah. So. I'm used to the big family thing. Yeah, I feel like my family was more the Sharon side of things because it was like, especially when I was with my mom, because we'd always go to my grandparents for dinner. So it was a big, it was more Gilmore Girls-y type situation than Sharon, to be honest. But I'm trying to relate to the movie. Yep. So. I'm sorry. Was your grandmother that overbearing? No. (laughs) It was a lot more pleasant than... Emily Gilmore or Sorry, yeah. Sharon's grandmother. Exactly. Well, Sharon's grandmother was just, you know, she's got to she's got to stay that prim and proper path and uh and be that socialite. Mhm. Would oh, you be mad if you found out your parents separated you from a twin? I probably would, yeah. Yeah. I I that'd be hard. Yeah. It'd be really hard for me considering my parents have been happily married my <laughs> entire life. But yes, if I had been a child of a divorced family and had a twin that I never knew about because they decided when they split they were going to take one of each of us, I suppose nowadays I guess you would they'd want to tell you something like that. But I always envision like in movies it's always like, well, we were going to tell you when you turn 18. 18, yeah. yeah. And they were only 13 going on 14. 
I wonder if they even had a plan for that because they never they never said anything like that in this movie. I don't think they were ever going to. I think, I think it, it was, was going to be separate forever. Yeah, that's why it made this movie work. That's rude. It is kind of rude. But they were never supposed to see each other. I they know. were on the opposite sides of the of the of the country. Oh, it's like the X Files episode. Yeah. See, they were both on opposite sides, opposite of, the sides country, of the country, and they still found each other because they just knew. I guess they didn't find each other on purpose. They just knew psychically. Some fun things I'd like to point out. Yeah, um, go for it. Susan, what, during the canoe scene, Susan says she's figured out what who Sharon looks like, and she says Frankenstein. <laughs> uh, I think she had that reverse because Susan had the short hair, and Frankenstein clearly has short hair. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that clarification. <laughs> I just laughed. I'm like, because every time I see that part, I'm like, I, no, because you look more like Frankenstein than she does. Yeah. What other fun things? Well, I already I'm told you about the I'm pulling up some trivia facts because I trick. forgot to uh, copy paste a bunch of them last night because I was or Tuesday night when I was reading them. It was a bunch of fun stuff. So they did a lot of good camera tricks early on for the camp mm-hmm. thing where they did uh, face out of sight shooting for the two girls. It was only like as we get to the when they're being friendly that we have to have them both together for the split oh, screen man. stuff. Sorry, I just read this one. When Mitch tripped and fell over that chair when he saw yeah. uh, Maggie and Susan. Did he break something? He broke a rib, <laughs> oh. but he just kept right on with the scene. Well, that's a, that's a good actor Yeah, you. hear about that all the time from Jackie Chan. He breaks <laughs> everything doing his stunts. You already talked about the cake part having been cut and not yeah. being cut. What other fun things were... Oh. When they sh- the shot of the two girls on the floor, one of them has half their face covered in cake during that whole scene. It's, uh, you can clearly tell yeah. that the double's not a, the, the not the same person. Uh, the fun things I read about was uh, when it's raining in the cabin. When you know when they finally bond, when they come out of the cabin, everything's dry, but then later it's wet. So it's like the the, out- yeah. the conditions of outside do not follow a straight line of it had just rained. Ooh, here's a fun fact. The woman who played Vicky, Joanna Barnes, is the only character to also appear in the 1998 remake. She plays an older version of her character who is past her gold-digging ways onto her daughter, Meredith. But um, she's not the only person. That's what this says. The mother of the Lohan twins is the twin from the first parent trap, I thought. I don't think so. I think she uh, Haley Mills? I think Haley Mills was in the... No, she's not. I'm pretty sure she was. I'm going to double check that right now since I'm in here. I'm Haley in it too. Mills. Haley Mills. Maybe I'm wrong. I think you're wrong. She's in The Parent Trap 2, a TV movie. Oh, that's from why 1986 I know okay. and Parent Trap 3, 1989. Okay, that's the TV movies that I saw her in. Parent Trap, Hawaiian Honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> Parent Trap 5, Too Fast, Too Furious. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you win on that one. It must, uh-huh. it must have been the made-for-TV movies that I yeah. knew her as being a parent from. Because I definitely remember her being in another Parent Trap thing. Oh, this is sad. What? Vicky and the twins are the only... Or not the twins. Haley Mills are the only people that are still alive from that movie. That's really sad. Oh, well, you know. That's a bummer. That is kind of a bummer. As they leave to go camping, the pickup truck door is labeled Golden Oak Ranch, which is a Disney filming location. Is it? Mm-hmm. Wait. What's Vicky's last name in the first parent trap? Uh... Robinson. Okay. She plays Vicky Blake in the second one. Joanna Barnes? Yeah. Okay. She's another Vicky. Hmm. But anyway. Maybe she got married. That's why. It's a fun movie. I would it definitely recommend it. It's a very nice family wholesome movie. It is a family wholesome movie. And you can find it on Hulu. Yep. Along with the other parent trap, which we'll probably watch at some point. Probably. For this podcast. And we'll spot out the differences. Like, I remember Lindsay Lohan makes her other self pierce her ears because one of them has their ears pierced and the other one doesn't. Uh, yeah, we, we'd have, you would have to do that at camp, I suppose, if yeah. that were the case. And I just remember because I remember thinking about if a girl, like one of my friends putting like a little piece of fruit behind my ear and then stabbing it because I think that's how they do it in the movie. And that sounds horrible and like it would get infected really badly. That's why you got to clean your needle. Yeah, man. No. Any other things you wanted to bring up? 
I don't think so. I was like reading these goofs and that was kind of funny. Yes, there's a lot of little fun facts about Oh yeah, about I was singing things. Let's Get Together. Twice Sharon's hand disappears. Twice? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I just saw the big one. But, you know, hey. Oh yeah, here's the one you said. During close-up shots of both twins with food smeared over their faces, it's obvious one girl's not Haley Mills. <laughs> yep. And during that whole, actually, during that whole marching to the cabin thing, uh, they did some fun things with the, since uh, Susan put the duffel bag on her shoulder, it was just a nice, you know, the whole time, mm-hmm. obscured view of face. Yeah. A lot of old school back of shoulder stunt double things used in this movie. And I think my personal favorite is the green screen stuff. Yeah. Which probably funny. actually wasn't green screen because green screen didn't exist. They probably right. were actually projecting these scenes behind them That's while they act in so front of funny. them. Yeah, they look so they look so different from the background yeah. that's going on behind them. Because they're actually projecting what they filmed and then the actors are acting in front of it. Mm-hmm. Now we do green screen where we can make it look more natural. Yeah. I wonder you if You still it get took... that halo though, which is funny. Yeah. I wonder if it took longer to do like these kinds of double scenes back then than it does now. Because like, you know, you see the filming for like Orphan Black and stuff. They have like a little stand in, like a tennis ball stand in for right. where Tatiana's going to be in a different clo- as a different clone. Then she has her clone stand in. So I just wonder. Right. And then they put the green screen behind them so that they can mm-hmm. mesh that all digitally. I would think that this is more of a mechanical version. Like, so they filmed first reel mm-hmm. and they probably did a lot of floor cue stuff. You know, you can't pass this spot and you have to stay over here and here's your acting. And then they probably played back audio and had her act the other part while they filmed again. And then with a, most likely a stopped camera or a still camera that's not really moving a lot for mm-hmm. most of this stuff, because then you have to, um, I would assume. And I wanted to look this up, but didn't have a chance today at work to look it up. I'm betting it was they took one half of film and another half of film and spliced them together. That would be my guess. And I'll have to go see if that is, if I'm right when I go to actually research this. Because I still, I want to know how they did yeah, the split screen Yeah, tell us this. next episode. I will. Yeah. I think that's going to do it for that's, us today. <laughs> I'm done, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Follow us on Twitter at CDoublePod. Email me your doppelganger twin wacky stories at CDoublePodcast at gmail.com. Yep. Um, and please, 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 please rate and review us on iTunes so that we can get that good, good rating because that's how we show up in the charts. And I think our podcast is pretty good. I'm a little bit biased, but I think it's pretty fun. And it'd be yeah. nice if other people could find it too. So I think we're finding our stride. Tell your friends about us. Please yes, please also? spread the word. If you if we're not on a platform that you prefer, please let us know, and we will definitely investigate getting it done. We're on iTunes, obviously. We're on Stitcher, and uh, probably every other podcast. Casts. Yeah, wherever you get your podcasts <laughs> from. If we're not wherever there, podcasts are sold, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> okay, that's all. <laughs> I'm Stephanie Kretz. And I'm Bradford Barth. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye.